Hello, everyone. Welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media, where we talk about the strategies and tactics to help grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, Vice President of Marketing here at Reminder Media. And with me today, again, is our brand content manager, Jessica Carlin. Hello. Thank you. So we just got back last night. It's a Thursday. This podcast will go out on Monday. But we had just got back about 10 or 11 o'clock last night from San Francisco, California. We went to the Marketing Nation Summit 2018, which is put on by a company that we use called Marketo that helps with marketing automation and emails. Um, And I think we went with the intent to kind of get some obviously some actionable ideas for our business from the piece of software that we used. But one of the things that we had an opportunity here was so many awesome speakers and talking about not only how you can um, really make a difference as a marketer today, but then how you can go through some strategic and tactical ideas to help you uh, measure, plan, well, plan, plan measure. measure, plan, engage and measure, plan, engage and measure, which is something that we preach about all the time here and something that we'll get into a little bit, uh, a little bit later today. But their, their theme for the entire conference was being a fearless marketer. And I know that whenever we saw this being advertised, um, we had adopted some internal values. They took our fearless. <laughs> that we, it's an acronym that we use for called fearless. So as I'm sitting here throughout this entire conference, I went in originally annoyed because like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> we just started using that. <laughs> that's ours. And then the more that I, the more that I listened to it and kind of embraced it, because that's really what we're going through right now as a company as well is how do we not let things hold us back? And I think that our, uh, the chief marketing officer there at Marketo, her name is Sarah Kennedy. She had a great quote. That said that when you dilute your own passion, you dilute the results that you can bring to your clients every day. So how can you find that passion that you have for your business, for your clients, for your own life, and then translate that into success and translate that into results for your clients? I think a lot of that starts with once you have that passion you know, uh, identified, then how do you get that into a system that can be replicable and scalable? And that's where I think this planning, measuring, planning, engaging and measuring comes into play. I think just in general, like the entire time we were at the conference, I was thinking about our business, but also thinking about like, wow, like this would really resonate with a lot of the customers that we work with because small business owners in general, like you have to be a marketer, like you're a marketer. You have to market yourself. You have to market your brand. So a lot of the stuff that we learned was, um, I thought would be good to kind of give advice to the people that uh, we work with. Um, One of the speakers, Bill McDermott, who is the CEO of SAP, um, his quote was, it's all about relationships. Treat people well and you will be amazed at the results, which Relationships are a huge thing here. That's pretty much what we are built <laughs> that is on. What we do. So it was pretty awesome to hear that, you know, it's not only us that's thinking about relationships and making sure that you're engaging with your customers, but even like large corporations, like it's all about coming down and personalizing the relationships. Yeah. And he had a great, another great quote where he said, brand loyalty. And he talked about your brand. And I think this would resonate with our clients more than anyone even at that, at that meeting because you are your brand. And he mm-hmm. actually said that, you have one brand in this world. 
your brand is the last name that your mom and dad gave you when you were born and that that brand has to stand for something. What does that brand stand for? And if you don't know what that is or you're not willing to put that commitment into uh, staying true to that brand, you have no business putting your last name next to it. And I thought that that was really great because it talked about, you know, brand loyalty is earned in drops, but lost in buckets. Mm -hmm. And if you have an opportunity to kind of slowly grow those relationships and really um, leverage the the idea of this engagement economy. And I, I was I was kind of sitting back listening to a lot of the speakers and thinking, man, they're talking about stuff that we were talking about, about we talk about it years all, yeah. ago. You know, this idea that connecting at a personal level supersedes the mass markets that marketing or sales tends to focus on how you should be meeting your buyers on their journey, not on your journey. What do you want out of this particular deal? But what are they looking for and really drilling down and kind of digging deeper into that relationship and what that means? Yeah, a huge part of the conference was personalization. They were saying, you know, like marketers, you don't want to send a mass email to as many people as possible. Um, You really want to personalize with your customers and like understanding what your clients care about and connecting with them on a real human emotional level. So, you know, as for us, that's what we're always trying to do is making sure that we're staying connected with our customers themselves, knowing what their pain points are so that we can help them address those pain points. Um, but for anyone, like really, it's all about the relationships and making sure you know who your customer is and figuring out how you can relate to them. Yeah, he had a great story of whenever he started off working, and this was this was a guy who they lived in the first floor apartment that would flood, would get like four feet of water in it all the time. He said that they were always just trying to make ends meet, work really hard. His his grandfather was a uh, NBA, uh, was like one of the best basketball players yeah. <laughs> in the NBA, which I didn't. He didn't talk about it at the conference, but I got his book afterwards. I started listening to it on the ride home, or on the the flight home. And um, one of the things he talked about when he got his first job as a uh, paper boy, he would go around and he would he would start to see he would scope out the competition. He's like, how the heck am I going to get any business in this town when everybody already has paper being delivered? And what he started to notice was that the people that would deliver the paper, they would always deliver it the same way, no matter what, no matter who the what the house was or what that house's preference was. They would they would throw the paper onto the driveway in no bag. So if it was raining, it would get wet. If it was snowing, it would get covered, whatever the situation was. So he started going around to everybody's door and saying, how would you like your paper delivered and understanding what their day to day routine was? Some people wanted it uh, put in between you know, the screen door and the the main door. Some people wanted it put into a bag and on the front porch. Some people wanted it in their mailbox. And he had meticulous notes on how every single person preferred having their paper delivered. And then he would go back. And whenever he would go back and collect the money, he would get these huge tips from people because um, they knew that that he was paying attention to what they wanted and was making sure that he tailored his service to them, Mm -hmm. which is such an important thing to keep in mind as you're working with clients. Do you have a one size fits all? We talk about scalability so much here and getting stuff into systems, but do you have a one size fits all sort of marketing approach or service approach or are you taking it down to that personal level level. and tailoring it that way? A huge thing of the conference too was um, about AI and, Um, using algorithms and things like that to personalize the marketing. 
which, you know, large businesses that works for. But as like a small business owner, I really don't think that's something like, you don't need a fancy algorithm. What you need to do is, you know, make sure you're taking notes on people. If you're a real estate agent and you, you know, someone has a dog, like you're keeping track of all of that. And We're that going to look is at your... dogs tonight, by the way. Um, puppy, puppy the golden retriever is my, <laughs> my choice. Um, but all you really need to do is you just need to, you know, make sure that you're keeping track of what people are interested in, taking those meticulous notes and knowing that that's how you can personalize your business. Yeah. And then the next thing is how much do you want it? One of the, one of the things he talked about was when he went, got his first job with Xerox. And this was a guy, like we said, he's the CEO of SAP, but he became the, I believe the CEO at Xerox as well prior to that. I'm not sure if he hit CEO level I think, or not. Yeah. He was the co-CEO of SAP okay. and now he's the first non-European CEO of SAP. Okay. Awesome. Well, he would talk about his first job uh, interviewing with Xerox and how was he going to get um, noticed because he didn't, he didn't know anybody. He didn't have the connections. And so what he went in, he went in for an interview and it was a, it was a entry level sales rep job. And he sat there and looked at everyone else that was sitting around in the interview room and um, started interviewing them. And he would go up and start talking to them and try and find out why they were here, why they were applying, what they wanted to find out. And everyone was like, well, you know, this is this is on my list. Xerox is on my list. They're one of my options. I'm keeping my options open. These guys coming out with big degrees. They had a lot of connections. And he goes, at that moment, he said, I knew the job was mine. Because he wanted it more. Because I wanted it so much more than everybody else in that room. I knew the job was mine. And during the interview with um with the hiring manager, uh, he actually, you know, the guy said, well, you know, we have a pretty lengthy recruiting process here at, at Xerox. So we'll keep in touch and HR will be in touch with you within a couple of weeks. He goes, he goes, I'm sorry, mister. He goes, I, I made my dad a promise and I've never broken a, a promise to my father, but I promised him that I'd be walking out of Xerox with my employee badge today. And the guy was so taken aback. He actually hired him right there on the, right spot, on the spot, said he never did that before, which just goes to this idea at the beginning. When we talked about fearless, it's just being willing. Obviously, that's, you know, that was his clothes, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) His clothes uh, worked out, but it's just being fearless and going and just making sure that not only, you know, and and it wasn't, it wasn't just the story about how he didn't want to break the promise with his dad. It was a story about how much he loved, respected, and wanted to work for the best of the best, which at that time was Xerox. And the passion that he had for it. You know, he said that. He knew he was going to get the job because he wanted it that much more because he had a passion for what he wanted to do. And as for anyone, if you don't have a passion in what you're doing, why are you doing it? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Even uh, the guy that we um, had speaking, Jonathan uh, Mildenhall, oh, he, he was, was awesome. the former CMO at Airbnb. He's a British advertising um executive uh did a lot of ads for cokes or for coke we might be able to throw some of those up in the show notes just got yeah, really really interesting in terms of his willingness in the advertising world to understand um this goes back to what that passion what that purpose is to understand that you have to brand with a purpose and coke's purpose was to be inclusive and kind of make sure that um, Coke was available to everyone. And matter of fact, I didn't know this, but they actually did the first desegregated ad mm-hmm. in, in America. Yeah. Uh, with in the one 70s. of their, yeah, with one of their, um, it was a year after 
Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, assassination. And he talked about the same thing as he took that to Airbnb and trying to find out what they stood for. And he he blew that brand up with very little advertising spend, as we heard. Oh. But again, it's just it's going back to what that purpose is and what that passion is and not being afraid to put it out there where obviously, you know, if it, when we post some of these videos, you'll see like there was some backlash on these oh, things yeah. and they knew that there would be, but it was staying true to what they believed. And a lot of the stuff that he was talking about was how they were thinking outside the box. So, you know, a few of the talks that I went to were very much, you know, you just kind of want to go with what everyone else is doing, go with the flow, be normal and not really try to do different things. And I think a lot of that's the stuff with the fearless marketer um, that they talked about was just kind of, you know, figure out something new, something different, and don't be afraid yeah. to just try something out. You know, if it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but at least you could say that you tried. Yeah. I was talking to my team this morning and saying how, you know, kind of going through the days, the first day I said I was depressed. I, I wasn't, I was a little <laughs> overwhelmed because I was hearing all this stuff that we weren't doing that we should be doing. And so I just have a list of all of these. I was hashtagging my fix. word docs with like ideas. And then the second day I went and I'm like, holy crap, like there is so much that others aren't doing that we're doing so well. So now I'm texting Luke. I'm bragging on the team. Saying Balances like, it out. These other companies aren't doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> but when I go back and then in retrospect and look at look at it, that first day was so much more valuable. And I got so much more out of that first day understanding that there are more opportunities and that there's more challenges that we have an opportunity to step up and meet if we're just willing to kind of go for it and not be afraid of, well, is it going to be 100% trackable? Is it going to work 100% right of the way? How are we going to justify the ad spend? Whatever that might be. And it's it's something that if if you're not challenging yourself in your business every single day and you're looking at just like affirmation mm -hmm. that you're doing a great job, you're never going to grow. Yeah. You are never going to grow. You're never going to try something new. So I would just encourage everybody. That's why we say feed your mind, body and soul all the time, because, you know, I love analogies. And if you um, if you like don't eat breakfast in the morning, I know this is for me. So I don't know if this is for other people. But if <laughs> you don't, if I don't eat breakfast in the morning, I can go until like three, four five o'clock without having something to eat. I if I eat breakfast in the morning, I'm hungry by like 11 o'clock. And it's because it's because you broke that fast. Mm -hmm. So you're now your body wants more. As soon as you break that, your body wants more. It's not just in regulation kind of survival mode. And so it's the same thing with your business. Are you in survival mode where you're not really getting new stuff daily, new ideas, challenging yourself? Or are you getting up having a little bit of, inf you know, knowledge, information, inspiration in your day? Because it's just going to make you want more and want more. It's just going to make you better. Yes. So let's talk about, um, I think maybe we have some actionable things. I know you have some notes on kind of what that whole process might look like and how our customers can begin applying that. Well, I think one of the biggest takeaways that I got from the conference was the measuring aspect. So KPIs, you know, the planning, you know, their big thing was plan, engage, measure throughout the conference. So planning is obviously key. You need to at least have goals to set yourself to. Um, KPIs, you just need to figure out what you want to accomplish. Um, engage. So that would be actually following through with it. And then I think the biggest thing is measuring. I think a lot of people will start something. They don't see the results right away and they'll kind of give up on it. Yeah. Um, but just making sure that, you know, if you have a goal, just try it out, 
see what's working, see what's not working, reevaluate, try it out again with a different thing. So how do we how do we plan? You, you say you mentioned plan. <laughs> how, we take our content, Here? how you know how we're going to get content out to to um, to our readers, to our audience, how we're going to get uh, our marketing message or thought leadership. What's our planning look like? So here, um, when we plan, we plan um, a month in advance. So, you know, a lot of times we use things that are currently going on in the industry. The time of year, we'll use holidays and things like that to figure out what kind of content we want to create. Um, and we'll also look back and see, all right, if we created something relatively similar last year, what worked, what didn't work, um, so that we can create more of that. Because it's the stuff that engages that is the most valuable um, you know, you don't have to have a new blog post or new content every single day. Um, you can do it sporadically, but as long as there's value in it, it's definitely more important to make sure that you have that value factor. Um, and then the engage is actually getting it out there. So, um, you know, whether it's a blog or a social media post, actually putting it out there and seeing what happens with it, um, I think is super important. A lot of like social media, like you kind of need to figure out where your customers are. So, you know, if your customers are on Facebook and they're engaging with videos, then create more videos. If they're engaging with um, blog posts or pictures, create more of that and just kind of keep testing and see what works. And we talked about how if you have a business page for Facebook, you can see a lot more of that information. The analytics and stuff. Yeah. And then the um, the actual measuring. Yeah. So for measuring, it just, you really need to figure out what you want to measure, like what your efforts are. You mentioned KPIs. So these are key performance indicators. Mm -hmm. What would be some examples of KPIs that you would look for in our content? So for our content, we would want to see um, engagement. So how many people actually viewed it, um, how many people shared it or um, gave it out to other people. Mm -hmm. And then in general, um, you know, how much it's being like it's useful how useful is it to the people that we're giving it out to yeah yeah there was a great line that said understand what your buyers are doing not just what they're saying they're doing and i think that really was where that comes into play if you're able to find a tool that will allow you to measure what people are doing then you have a better chance of understanding the real behaviors maybe not just what they might be communicating their behaviors are and i think that like if you're a customer of ours and you're using american lifestyle magazine one of the takeaways that you have there is you're spending you're spending the time and the investment in getting this marketing tool that's an engaging piece of um, uh, product content. It's high quality. It's yeah. going to get into the out homes. To your customers. What are you doing to find out how those customers are receiving it? How are you meeting your customers on their journey, and not just sending out the magazine and hoping that it's going to hit the right person at the right place at the right time? Where there's value in that, and as marketers, we have to do that. But then, how are you picking up the phone and following up, shooting a text message, sending an email to learn a little bit more about what that content means to them and what they're connecting with? Definitely just making sure that, you know, if they're the type of person that only really does stuff online, all right, engage with them online a little bit more. Um, send things to them that they enjoy. So like once you talk to them, kind of, you know, finding out like, do they like recipes, you know, send them more recipes so that they can cook more if they want to. Um, but really like personalize it down to the individual person. 
All right, so there you have it. There are there is our recap of Marketing Nation Summit 2018. I think we came away with some pretty cool ideas and inspiration. Hopefully, we gave you guys some things to think about today. Your action item today, guys, is going to be taking it back to your purpose. <clears throat> Excuse me. What is your core purpose? If you can develop that and understand that you as a as a person, as a business professional, as a service-based sales professional, what is your purpose for having a business, for existing? Is it to get in there to do and to serve your customers as best as possible? Is it to find people the the life of their dreams? You know, we we went through this process prior to this um, conference that we're speaking about with our leadership team, and we tried to get down to, we read a book called The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni. If you guys have a chance, I definitely recommend checking that out. It's a super easy read. But he said that every organization and, and person's purpose that's providing a service or providing a product should just fall just short of making a better world. So what are you doing in your business that is just knocking on the door of making a better world? Here at Reminder Media, we say it's to help you live your life of freedom. We want people, we're passionate about giving people the tools, the resources, the coaching to help them run their business so their business isn't running them, which will ultimately lead to them having freedom and control over what they're doing every day, ultimately live into that life of freedom. Now, we say you have to take action today to make that possible. To live a life of freedom tomorrow. So what is your core purpose? Can you break that down to that? That's your action item today. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Throw us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it. Check out the show notes on staypaidpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook Instagram, YouTube. Jesse, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for letting me be on. And remember, guys, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. So take action today. 